Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm Izzy, and that's John. <laughs> Doing the things. Doing the things. <laughs> Guys, welcome to another episode. Captain Mizzy is going to be joining us for a few uh, a bit time so she can hang out with us. And then uh, if maybe we convince her to stick around for a little bit more. I'm going to be fixing her camera because it looks like there's some issues with it. So, no big deal. I like how he blames your camera rather than himself. Well. And I'm John. Yeah. <laughs> and that's John. Sorry, I was chewing some pistachio. Because it was all I had that I could throw in my mouth real quick. So, give me one second. I'm going to uh, work on Captain Missy's camera. Not that big of an issue. Just got to fix it. Um, oh, I see what the problem is. We had a whole program, but couldn't fix the problem then. Hey, it wasn't on. This, this is a different screen. That's the problem. Got to fix all the things. Professional would have checked all the screens at once while you're pre rambling, <laughs> like he normally does. Yeah. Look at this. It's a shame. It's a cry and shame. That's right, Legion. Pro streamer moments. Oh my god! She's huge! Aspect ratio yeah. issues. Yikes. No. Hold on. It's going to take a second. Hold on. I mean, it's been several seconds already. Probably even a minute. Perhaps even two. It's the joy of having an awesome show. The big night that. Hold on. There we go. Hold on. Big night asked for Transformers. Okay. Yeah, while he's doing that, let me I'm sure she's okay then. One of my uh, Transformers are nearby, except the one I'm not going to transform because I need to get the fucking instructions. Because it's super complicated. Or the one I bought because I liked them. But I keep around just for you, Big Knight. I'm going to think I'm going to have to make a special Big Knight only redemption. Tra you know, redeem Transformers, not the cheesy version. How long does that gonna last, Gonzo? An alternator version. Fuck that. <laughs> so. Alright, guys. Uh thank you for joining us. I'm sorry it took so long. Just wanted to fix that. We, let's go and get the business real quickly. We want to thank one of our sponsors, Midnight Heroes. Midnight Heroes makes a good chibi medals, did a good Kickstarter. Models for that should be coming pretty soon. So you hear my dogs barking in the background. Uh they also have a miniature game called Dual Fates, which I am paying uh I will get some of that done today. Um, also, um, they are doing another Kickstarter pretty soon, so you get to see that. We want to thank Muse on Minis, which does a hosting or a file and helps push it out to everybody so you can listen to them. They do some good tokens and other things, so just keep an eye out. They'll have some yeah, new stuff Yeah, they got stuff some new coming stuff coming, didn't you say, Gonzo? Oh, yeah, they've got quite a few new stuff coming. Uh, yeah, just so keep an eye out for new stuff. Can't tell you, it's all hush, it's top secret. It's all secret, but keep an eye out. Yeah. We want to thank Parabellum Wargame, which makes Conquest and all the cool stuff that they have been doing. Uh, you can also get a discount code for them. Turbo Dork, which we will be giving away, uh, not this week, but pretty soon, some gift certificates to them. And you will be able to see their stuff pretty soon. Um, and then we have a new sponsor this week. Um, they 
You've probably heard of them, and there it is right on the screen, CreatureCaster. Uh, CreatureCaster is now an official uh, sponsor of More Than Dice. They have recently um, decided to uh, give us their paints so we can test them out and paint them on stream. So every Thursday, I will be painting uh, Judgment and CreatureCaster models uh, using their cephalopod line. Uh, there's John's big box, and there's a link to the, the website. Um, just so you know, uh, CreatureCaster also has a My Mini Factory 5th uh, edition thing that you can subscribe to. Where you get, uh, yeah, 112 paint. That's a lot of paint. Yeah. That's that's a lot of paint. Yeah. Um, they uh, they have a My Mini Factory, uh, like a Patreon type thing, where you subscribe and they give you uh, like 12 or 15 models, uh, and usually a big model that comes with it. And then you they give you a 5th edition module to play uh, with those Pretty models, cool. which is with your... Um, the models that you can download, uh, they're usable. I've used them in my my Unity campaign uh, type thing. Um, but also on top of that, uh, all these models and these modules are based in their world uh, Reclamation, I think is what it's called. I'm not 100% sure, but it's their world, the Creature Caster world Reclamation. So you could play those modules uh, in their world. And there's a couple of other things. But I'll be painting up some Creature Caster models. Um from the reclamation world and from the subscription service and uh, judgment stuff because I've got a ton of judgment models to paint up. Uh, their yep. paint lines are is an interesting paint line which I, I was uh, getting into and doing everything. They are meant for glazing and for sketch painting, which everybody knows is you know xenothal highlighting, aka slap chopping. Uh, everybody's kind of <laughs> 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 we're all laughing, but. Whatever makes you paint, guys. Um, and so we'll be testing these out. I've already got two of the models ready. Uh, I'll show them on stream because I'm going to work on uh, some judgment stuff. Because um, I definitely want to start playing that. And we will give you a review on judgment. Uh, that'll be another Captain Mizzy episode. Um, once John gets a good look at stuff and maybe gets a few games in. I would not hold my breath for that. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for that. Um, also... With a whole new paint line to look at, you will see probably the return of Hobby Street coming this week or next week. And I'll be using them probably in not the standard way to start. But going to take a good look see what they can do. Because, you know, while they're meant for sketch painting, I am certain they're going to be good for a lot oh, yeah. of things. So I'll be trying them on some non-standard stuff to see how they go. Yeah, I mean, it, like contrast paints. You, you're, you're supposed to prime a model white or whatever and then go from there we've used it for many different things we've all you used our paints for different uber things. washes uber washes, washes. <laughs> so we'll be trying them out all that stuff but they are an official sponsor and uh you'll be seeing that uh friday night i will be or not friday night thursday nights from like seven to ten i'll be working on models showing the paint line talking about judgment talking about world of reclamation and having a good time um Big night. What is sketch painting? Uh, I will show you when we get on the air. But before we get that, do we have any shout outs this week? Uh, Legion just mentioned Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot? Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. Got the Edmund Fitzgerald? Yes. That's the song. The only, like, so fair. I've heard it like once or twice. It doesn't have any space in my brain, but I am 100% aware of it. Yeah. But that's like the only one that shows up. 
I mean, he. Otherwise, uh, I don't. I don't think I have anything, but let's be honest. I haven't been paying enough attention necessarily. No, it's been a pretty busy week. Um, yeah. If you didn't listen to the pre-ramble, uh, I've been working on Warfare Weekend stuff a lot, getting a lot of things finalized. Almost everything's finalized. Um, Look, and I'll take not having great weeks. It means not a lot of people who are, you know, celebrities die. You know, that's fair. Yeah. Just if we can get less of the other dying, too. So, shout out to everyone in these stupid fucking, you know, mass shootings that need to fucking stop. Yes. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all we're going to say about that. Um, so the very important business, because everybody knows that this is like the hottest topic on the planet right now. I mean, hashtag, what are you drinking, John? Well, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> do what? Briefs. Hottest question, boxes or briefs? I'm wearing briefs. No. That's not the hottest question. The hottest question is, I mean, is what are you question. drinking? Summertime, son. <laughs> a, little too, a little too warm. What, uh, what am I drinking? drinking? I made a gin gin uh, meal, which is gin and ginger beer and lemon juice. It's, or lime juice in this case. Um, like I normally do. Just to mule just using gin instead of... What is a mule normally? I have no clue. I don't know. An it could be anything technically. Just call it... <laughs> I can get fucked up and make this uh, make this a fucking hoot if you want. <laughs> I keep willing. Captain Mizzy, what are you having tonight? I've got some water with a little bit of fruit punch flavoring to make it, you know, not so water. Not so water. <laughs> not so water. Water adjacent, Jeez. but still water and healthy for me. <laughs> it provides the hydration and does the things. Um, I am also going to be drinking H2O. Um, still taking don't, a bit of medication. Like, don't go to meetings. Yeah. Feel like a drunk. Uh, still got a, still, still taking some medications and stuff that I need to take. Um, surgery is not until June 6th, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Um, that, that is useful information. Thank you. Yep. I had no idea that surgery was involved at this point. You sort of skipped the middle steps where you told us it was involved. <laughs> it is. Laser- Scheduled. It is a outpatient surgery. So for people that don't know, um, they're going to do a biopsy on the sides oh. of my head, which means they have to shave the sides of my head, and then they're going to cut open a little slit and then scrape off some of my artery and then sew it back up and then go home. Probably be out of work for a day or so. Wow, when you describe it, it sounds way more horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's not bad. It's just a simple outpatient. They're just it, it's simple numbing. They don't even put me out. They just numb the skin and open, open up. So, but it's not until January sixth. So it's like a, it's like a month away. So it's like thirty days away. You mean June sixth? Because January sixth is a little bit uh, away, and it was something else entirely. Yeah, June sixth. So we just got there a little go. bit of time. Got about a so, month. Yes, V, you do see a Mizzy, and you will see a Mizzy regularly if you want to be here. Yes, Captain Mizzy will be here. She will be joining us for more More Than Dice episodes. We can have three people. I know that John and I are quite attractive young men that just have all the ladies coming, but we need to get the other audience, both men and women. You know. Not a single thing you said there. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single one. 
wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> Two statements are as wrong as what you said. So, well, guys. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you watching. We appreciate you coming in. Um, if you ever want to come on the show, just let us know. We have no problem. We'll get people in here. If you uh, have a subject you want to talk about, let us know because we'll do that too. Um, Going to be no big deal. Um, guys, if you see something, say something. If you can do something, do something. Look out for each other. Stay healthy. Cheers. 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 That's refreshing. Oh my god. My cells feel hydrated already. Cells are getting punched by the foods. Oh man. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Woohoo! That just went right to my head. <laughs> wow. All right. You all see what I deal with it, right? All the time. You see what I have to deal with. Yeah, can't you see what I don't even fucking understand. <laughs> When I could say mine was right in my head, but it really did not. In your head. Oh, oh, so someone was wondering about sketch painting. I don't know if it's that. Yeah. So sketch is when you take a model, uh, prime it either black or dark gray, and then you do highlights up on it, doing with like a, a, a either a next gray and then go up to a white. Generally, a zenithal priming where you hold the. Uh, the next color at like 45 degrees and spray yeah. just to try and get the highlights from an angle. Gonzo went a little excessive on that, but it's still good for sketching. Yeah. I went and dry brushed it cause I wanted to get a yeah. little bit more uh, detail. On it. Say, you, you can do that too. Actually. Uh, we yeah. did that uh, when we had the one live at warfare weekend way back or war machine weekend way back in the day. Uh, MJ actually live, just dry brushed gray on the model to bring out all the details. Yeah. Hey, Gonzo. Now, we got cat ears. Uh, damn it. Yeah, sorry, V. I can't put mine on. Mine are not working right. I would need to replace them. That requires this thing called money. What? You're not uber rich. You work like 95 hours a week. Uh, salary? <laughs> but sketching is pretty much the same thing as Zenithal. There's all these different, you know, things that people have. But you're highlighting what you want to be really bright. Um, so whenever you wash it or you use uh glazing it'll come out a different color so this is gloom gloom is a monster in judgment that is on a table whenever you're playing and you can get points from them and all the cool stuff and then i'll be working on inferno also which i've already got started uh i just need to go and uh he's got flames so i'm going to take these flames and up the whiteness on them a bit more and also where i think the uh osl should be I'm going to try to do a little bit of OSL with the lights on this guy. So, but Inferno is another monster in Judgment also. Yeah, there's a lot of articles on, and videos on how to uh, do the sort of sketching style. In fact, actually, uh, Kishikaster has some on their website that are actually very good. Yeah, and there's, there's many, 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 many ways to do it. Uh, I just went the dry brush route to make it a little bit easier on myself. I, so people don't know, I have to make acid tokens for tabletop so like this water is acid water, not just normal water. So, I 3D printed these little raindrops. Then spray painted them bright green and I'm just paint the bases black. Yes, Legion, uh, if you see the green Hershey kisses, do not fucking eat them. (laughs) 
they're not good for you. So, we get unless this- it's St. Patrick's Day, then they might be okay and take a chance on that. Just wash down with some good, good beer. But 3D printed a bunch of them up so we can have them leprechaun poop. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> leprechaun poop. Well played. Well played. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll just do like a little light yellow dry brush on the top of them. Good. You gonna repaint look. the bases? Did you yeah, that's when we paint the bases, yeah. just so they look, just so the green kind of pops and stands out. Yeah, and it just takes a little time. I mean, as much as I'm for three D printed tokens, a lot of times isn't two D just as good. But well, I tried to find something that looked really cool as an acid token for you know acid water or acid you know whatever you have the thing, and it just nothing really made me think. Really good. But it was easy to print these off because this only took like no time at all. Like maybe four hours for like 20 of them. So it was just crank out, you know, the entire, you know, how many I've got here in no time at all. And then just set them outside and spray paint them green. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to paint the bases black. That way it gets a little standout when it sits on the table and easier to see. And then, like I said, dry brush, do a, little, a light dry brush of yellow just to give it a little pop. And then seal them and be done. Yep. And note for these people that you want a dry brush and not a wash because as there's no real crevices or anything, a wash is just going to stain it and not going to look really good. It's going to be spotchy. So a dry brush will actually bring out some detail instead. Yep. And quicker than trying to highlight them, which I would not suggest because there's a lot of them. Yeah, it'll just be like the top of it, you know, right on the top just so it kind of pops but this is uh it does these are better than the ones that we had last year because the ones i had last year were requested by someone else and i hated them but they said that's what they wanted and well they're not there anymore so i'll get rid of them Fair these, enough. these are easier to see on the table talk you're like oh that's an acid pool yeah they're not gonna get lost no in all the busyness of the terrain because we are in a major 3D printing terrain mode right now. I uh, don't think you can hear my printer going off. Nope. But uh, we are in a major printing uh, thing for Warfare Weekend. Uh, last week I printed 100 plus trees. And now we're printing water features. So 15 times 5 is how many plus 1 is how many? 76. Uh, yeah. How many things I've got going? V, I don't think he's got a thing for that. A thing for what? There's no command for it. No, I'm sorry, V. Gonzo's lazy like that. A command for what? For Warfare Weekend. Oh, no, I do not. Uh, someone give me a... I'll have one of my mods take care of that. Who is already working on it before you asked. See? Don't have to worry about that shit. I know. Which, uh, almost everything is set up for that, by the way. Some people, you know, we talked about it already once, but that is almost completely set up so you can look at schedules. If you really want to know partial schedules right now, we do have our painting schedule up. Uh, the official announcement for that goes out uh, Wednesday, but uh, the hobby classes are up on our website right now. Link cool. in chat. So you can look at that. Ah, burpage. So, our subject, it actually has to do with conventions and gaming, period. Um, so, there's been a trend, and it's not really a bad trend, but it kind of is a bad trend. Um, us players, 
if you're not going to a major convention, okay, like Adepticon, Gen Con, usually don't pre-register for stuff. You usually just hope you got a spot when you get there. Can't do that anymore. That is becoming a problem. And for people that don't know or aren't in the know about this, whenever you go to a convention and you have tables there, the people that run it aren't usually people that control how many tables they get. So Mm -hmm. when you go, so say like I'm going to run Infinity at Warfare Weekend. I tell the Infinity, I tell Warfare Weekend, hey, I want X amount of tables for Infinity. And they go, okay, um, we'll charge this much for the price per table. You're like, okay. So you set it up for like a, say, just 32, 32 person event. Um, So they give you, you know, the spots for that. Um, You get that going and then they wait for signups. Signups are going. Um, if you only sell out 10 spots, they drop your tables down. So it's no longer a 32 person event. It'll probably be a 24, um, three months before the event happens. Uh, they'll look at the numbers again. And if you've gained those people back or you've got a big wait list, they may give you your tables back. Uh, but if you didn't sell any more, they're probably going to drop it down to five and that's it. You're done. You only got five tables and they most likely won't give you any tables because they'll look at the space and they'll go, all right, infinity. They've got, you know, 20 people signed up. So we'll give them, you know, 10 tables. Uh, War machines got 15 people signed up, you know, we'll give them the appropriate. And then they're like, Oh, 40 K has, uh, 64 people signed up with 15 people on a wait list. They're going to bump the other, other tables away from people so they can fill the 40 K event. Uh, because you know, you paid for it. They're going to give it to you. So they have to go through, you know, a table thing that goes on. And I know a lot of people that just don't buy tickets until it's the last minute. You can't do that anymore. If you're going to go and you know, you're, you're secured that you want to play this, sign up for it, pay for it and do it. Because if not, you may not get to go to your event. Your event may get canceled because some events are now saying if you don't have an X amount of play pool playing, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Gen Con's a big one for that. Gen Con, if you don't have a minimum of five people sign up for like your painting or hobby class, it doesn't kick off. Not that it usually doesn't happen, but you understand what I'm saying. It could be for any yeah. game. So, And this happens for your local game store because we're now back in the game stores. And it is important so the owners know how much space to allocate to you for your event. Well, yeah, because so I just went to one of the local game stores and told them I want to play D&D every other Friday. So, you know, they're going to look at how I feel there for 40K and then decide, you know, hey, can we have this guy come in and, you know, can we say, hey, it's good or not? That's going to happen for everything. So if you sign up going like, hey, yes, I'm coming to your event, you know, like, let's say a Saturday event, you say you come into the event, they go, okay, we've got 12 people signed up, so we're going to set aside 12 tables, maybe run two extra. And then if someone comes in and says, oh, hey, I want to play D&D or something, it's like, oh, yeah, we've got space because we only have X people coming. So when you show up to play day of, there's a D&D group playing on the, one of the tables, you're like, well, what's going on with that? Like, you didn't sign up in advance. Yeah. You have. You know, the, the stores are in a weird spot where they only have limited space in addition to, you know, the, they're, they're just a smaller version of the con with only limited space. 
So you need to come in and you need to be telling them in advance, like, hey, I'm coming in to do this. Uh, this store actually is cool, and they let you uh, reserve a table. Yeah, I like it with the black base. Yeah, much better. Um, let you reserve a, a table. There's a little bit of money involved, but, you know, it is what it is because, you know, they're giving up potential paying customers for something else. So, But you you got to understand that. Also, you know, you've got to understand that this is a event run by somebody who's spending their time, often uncompensated, to run an event. They want to know people who are in there because, honestly, if something comes up, they can go like, okay, only three people signed up. We're not going to run this because it's not going to be an event. I mean, heck, we had a, uh event at Games and Stuff, our local store, for Marvel Crisis Protocol, and Bowie showed up, and there was him and one other person. That was it. Yeah. I mean, especially oh. for the people that, because these people do it with no compensation. I mean, they just are there because they want to run stuff for people because they're, you know, that's the people we are, you know, for tournaments and stuff. You Because eventually they're just not going to run events anymore. Mm-hmm. Then you can't complain, hey, I don't get to play this game because nobody wants to run an event, whether it's a tournament or league or whatever. It's the, it's the same thing, to, to expand a little bit, for the open gaming nights. If your store has an open gaming night for the game you really, really want to play, especially if it's a smaller game, you fucking got to show up for it. Yeah. Even if you show up and no one else is there, they go, okay, this guy's coming every week, so people are interested. And then you get some more people, and then it grows. You know, if they're going to go like, hey, you know, uh, we're going to demonstrate... Alpha Strike on this Monday night. Show up on the Monday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's. A, I have to say, it's the most wonderful thing about TV nowadays. Because that was the biggest thing that stopped me. Hey, guess what? It's all there for you. You're not gonna miss it. It'll be there waiting to stream when you get home. Oh yeah. Now you don't. You don't have about... to figure out how to use a timer on a VCR or shit anymore or a TiVo. Just it's fucking there. It's great. To be fair, TiVo was great in the day too. But you know that's. It's... For another time, but you, you got to show up for that. You got to got to make the effort and show up. Even if you just show up, like, hey, I'm interested. I can't you know, play this time. I got to go home and do something. But I wanted to show up and show you guys that I'm here to support you, and I'll be here future time, just not this one. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, you also got you know people that if the, the store takes notice because if you want a product and the store has special order it, you may or may not get it. But if mm-hmm. people start showing up and they may start having stocks, you don't have to order it. It's just there. But it's also a thing is if you want the product line to be carried, you've got a special order from the store. I know we can easily go on Amazon or go on a website and buy it. And sometimes that is the best answer. But if you're going to your store for a lot of stuff, you want to play it there, buy it. talk to them about it because nothing shows them more that people want to play a game than you buying the product in their store too. Like, I did a lot of slow-grow leagues for various games at various stores, and every time, one of the things you could get weekly or monthly or however they did it was buy a product for this game. Why? Because you want people to support the store. That keeps the game going in the store. By making it part of a slow-grow league or whatever, sure, it seems stupid, but hey, you bought something at the store. You're both showing them you're interested in this game, you know, at the time, and they can correlate that. And it's the stupidest thing. If you're going to make sales at a store, go the day that is your night. If Wednesday night is your war machine night, 
Or machine Wednesday. It's a good idea. Alliteration. Save your purchases for Wednesday night. Sure, maybe you come by on a Saturday and get a model. Don't wait till that Wednesday night. Do it because they're going to correlate. Oh, look, War Machine Wednesday is getting X more sales of War Machine stuff. They're going to look at that. You know, they got all the metrics now and they're going to start seeing that and it's going to go forward going, we need to keep this in mind so we have stuff for these guys. They're not like, you're not getting a lot of fly by night stores anymore. There's so much software and everything out there for these stores. They're going to see all that stuff. And you got to, it seems like a lot of extra work, but you got to do things the right way to show them that you're interested. And Because while they can get the data, they're not going to crunch the numbers on it. They're not going to say, oh, hey, the War Machine guy came in on Saturday rather than Wednesday to pick up his stuff. They're not going to see that. They're just going to do the simple number crunch and go in. Wednesday big war machine or Wednesday not big war machine, then stock from there. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that in a day and age, we know that things are expensive. And we know that game stores can't compete with big box stuff, aka Amazon or certain like, you know, miniature market type things. But using the discount isn't that big. If it's that big, maybe you talk to your game store. I know a lot of game stores that will give you a discount if they see it on, if you show it to them that's online cheaper. But if it's not like a huge amount of difference, don't worry about it. Just pay that extra two, three, five dollars Remember, you're, 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 at this point, you're paying for the store to be around for you to play in. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I get it. I understand. I mean, I'm not rich. I, I mean, I have to, you know, watch a budget and stuff too. But I will gladly pay a game store than get something for free, especially if it's something I'm going to use. It's not something I'm going to use. Different story. Prime yeah. example. There, there was you somebody. Spread it out. Yeah, there was somebody that says, "Hey, I can give you X, Y, Z for free because you've been doing stuff for us." And I'm like, "Don't," because I am buying that for my local game store because I was going to buy it anyway. Yes. And they're like, "Okay, cool." I'm like that even actually helps them because that means that they get money. Yeah. Um, the biggest now from personal experience, the biggest thing that showed me that this is a problem was, um, you guys may or may not know depending on how long you've been listening. I actually used to run a game store for a very long time. Um, and when Pokemon first came out, I was running a game store, and people in my family would not buy from me. They'd buy online because it was a little bit cheaper. In my fucking family. So, you know. Did they not want you to have a job? Because if the money. store doesn't make sales... Well, it's you, funny because that you. relative would do that and then another relative would be like, hey, can you ship this stuff to me because I'd rather buy it from you because you're related than to buy it from somewhere else, you know. Right. They were playing magic in their house. They're not going to a game store or anything. They're like, hey, John, what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. You know, so. But that, that that's the thing. You can realize if it happens, if it can happen on a family level, imagine with the players coming in. And they would yeah. still send their kid to come to my store and play, but they wouldn't buy anything. And that's fucking frustrating. Yeah. You know, here's a spoiler. A lot of times tournaments are not how they make money. They don't price tournaments to make money. They price tournaments to just cover sort of, you know, what's going on. Yeah, like the, yeah. the last two that I've participated in, it was 10 bucks. 
Yeah. Ten bucks is just enough to be like, yeah, you're taking up some tables that we could use for someone else who might buy something. Sounds good. Right. Um, I also have a rule that if I go to another store and play for free, Mm -hmm. I buy something there. Yeah, you try to find something. I always try to find something to purchase when I go to a new game store for a tournament. We used to play the Warhammer tournaments back in the day at... Uh, I want to say a local hobby town, but it wasn't really local. We'd drive an hour to get to this hobby town. But anyways, we hey, wanted them to do well. They, they told us, this is Maryland, driving an hour here is different than driving an hour there. That's fair. I passed three gaming stores to get to this hobby town. But uh, we go there because we wanted them to do well. You know, yeah. so we'd show up and I would always still buy something in their store because it was a free tournament. Free tournament that gave out prizes. Kid, people would buy stuff. Um, as I worked at Games Workshop at that time, I got a lot of extra rule books from Damage Box sets that I would take in my bag. And when someone came and was interested, there's a rule book go. Because you know, back in that day, the the, the Warhammer rule book was only in the big box. Kids, kid and their mom, you know, in the early 2000s to spend 80 bucks or whatever on a big box is not fucking happening. I was one of those kids. But you give them a rule book. It, it wasn't great. And suddenly they only got to buy models. And that changes the entire dynamic. There are a couple of times I'd give someone a rule book and they would just walk out there. They'd walk out the store with a model they bought from the store because suddenly they had rules. They knew what to do. Yep. But it's all that little stuff, you know. It's like to, to play into all the stuff you got to do locally. It's it's just being there, you know. It's called be there and be present. Is what the guys have put the title. It's true. You got to be there if you want the game to do well in the store. You got to be there. Yeah, like so. That's why I've actually been going to the to the tournaments and stuff. Like so, I've I've participated in two Iron Gauntlet qualifiers. I don't care if I'm qualified or not. I am because I showed up, <laughs> which yes. is hilarious. So, look, to qualify, you have to have, you have to be in the top eight and you get points. Well, if less than eight people show up, which one we had seven and the other one we had five, even though I'm playing and I'm losing, but I'm participating. Participation. I am participating. So it's just, if, if you want to play a game, play the game because you want to. Support your store because you want to. You And I feel like you are doing both at the same time by going and doing the thing. Yep. Do well, the thing. And, and it, Do the thing. It, it, it also kind of irks me when people are like, well, why did you cancel this event? Or why did you cancel these things? And I'm like, because no one was showing and the convention is not going to give me space for things are not signing up. And they're like, well, I like competitive stuff. Then why didn't you sign up? Yep. If you didn't now, sign up. We understand it. Sometimes you're like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. You know, the whole, if I do well in this tournament, I'm not going to sign up for this other tournament. We understand that, but because it's, I mean, you're paying for a tournament you're not going to. But at a point, you got to understand if that tournament, second tournament's not there for you to play for because you washed out of the first one. Don't blame the, the people organizing it. Your ass didn't sign up. Yeah. If you want to play, go play. Yep. Like, that's... sign up. And honestly, I don't like the whole play around and drop. That's fucking just play them all. Yeah. You're here to play the game. But 
Now, so I don't actually participate in a lot of events locally right now. I haven't for some time. Granted, COVID was a big part of that. But if Bowie said, hey, John, we want to get Marvel Crisis Protocol big at games and stuff again, I need you to show up for that tournament. I'll fucking be there. Yeah. Yeah. One, you're supporting a friend. Two, you're supporting yeah. a game. Three, you're supporting yeah. a local game store. Two, it's exactly. just fucking fun to hang out with people and play games. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now, granted, I'd rather hang out with my crew and play games, but, like, if someone says, hey, you know, if, if any of them, if Brendan said, hey, John, I'm going to this 40K tournament really where players, can you muster together an army or all hand your army? Can you play just so we get enough players? Sure. If I got nothing, you know, important, I can make time to show up for that. Yeah. I mean, yep. heck, you know? you've got... And especially nowadays with some places, uh, I know that some events are like, if you don't have X amount of players, it doesn't count. Um, That's that's, that's a big no-no in my book. That's the reason why I like the Iron Gauntlet one. It's just however many players you got, that's what you got. Yeah, yeah, I mean, great. I feel like it, it, if you make it X players where it doesn't go off, you are not taking into account what happened in life. COVID happened. People found other hobbies. Like, I'm just as good nowadays. You know, our, our role-playing game canceled. I just play video games. It's fine. It'll be there. I don't lament it when it's not there. I just try and take advantage of it when it is. So, you know, you, you got to look at that stuff. The world has changed. We'll continue to change. And I mean, let's be honest. We've had more communication than we've ever had before with Facebook and Twitter and everything. So you can keep track of when people need to show up. You know, you can find your local groups online. If you go to an event, find out where do you guys who get your events? Cool. Let me log into that. So then you're like, Oh, we're not sure of people for this weekend. If you've got the free weekend, go. Even you show up and have fun and end up, you know, like someone had a bad game. First round dropped, you dropped two. Who cares? Right. Sometimes stores will let you go in. I played in a ton of of I used to play in a ton of Warhammer events where I didn't really want to, but you know they really needed to fill out to eight or sixteen people, and I do well. And they're like, John, you know you're doing well. You could pay the tur- the prize and you know pay the pay the price to get in now and get the prize. No, I don't do that. I'm just here to support. Some some stores will let you get in for free if you're not taking the prizes. I've had a couple tournaments where the first place prize went to second place because I won and. But I was just there, sort of as a. Fair I was there as a ringer and fucking just rolled people. It happens. <laughs> but if you're interested in that, be available. You know, we used to have it all the time in our old War Machine and uh, Hornets days. Someone'd be like, you know, oh, someone drops. Someone's be like, I'll drop two just to make it even. You know, I'll go have fun, whatever. We need to get those communities back. We we lost the communities during COVID. And I hate to say it that bluntly. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Like you may talk to those people still, cool. But we lost the communities. Uh, you know, we've gone to, I mean, look at me. I mean, I've got a bunch of, as uh, Captain Missy calls them, Stompy Robot Friends. Stompy Robot Friends. You know, that I play MechWare online with or what have you, that I chat with on Discord, you know, but I don't necessarily talk to people locally. Like, I don't, I don't know a lot of players locally who aren't my crew anymore. And maybe if I really want to play games, I got to get out there and talk to them. Yeah, and you may have to you you may have to find and I don't want to say new crew, 
because your crew is your crew. And you got to find new crew. But you're finding just more crew. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. More. People... I was going to say, treat it like second breakfast. Yes. Oh, you have your first crew. What about your second, <laughs> second crew? crew. <laughs> exactly. To uh, paraphrase a line from uh, the Seven Samurai, you can't have a lot of fun with just one crew. And you have different types of fun with your different yeah. crews, too. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm trying to get this D&D game available for people who, one of whom's never played before and really wants to play. In fact, she's got friends who want her to DM a game. I'm like, y- y- you're a little ways away from that. <laughs> Let's just throttle back a second. Not that you can't. You know, but... there's people who are like, hey, I'd love to play this game online. And I'm like, you know what? I should make more time to play games online and stuff. It's funny that you mentioned... What, am I going to lose YouTube time? <laughs> who cares? It'll be there. What? That's the, that's the best thing about media nowadays. It'll be there. I know Gonzo and I are from an age. Not to exclude you, Mizzy, but I'm going to be your old person here. Hey, uh, I am right on the verge. I remember being a little kid sitting at my cassette tape player, recording songs on the radio. Thank you. I am not that play. young. I, I retract. <laughs> I am a Many millennial. Us, I am not a Gen Z, okay? <laughs> Many of us, you, media was not, like, available. You know? You miss it. You may never see that again. Like... Um, anyone else in this audio? Nope. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Be, but, you know, we, we, we'd wait there. We'd make our mixtapes from the radio. Fuck, that was the best thing about Casey Kasem's Top 40. You fucking knew songs were coming on. Like, I'm getting this song on tape. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, media's changed. You can, you can get it anywhere now. At like, any oh, time. Like, there's stuff I never thought I'd see again that I own on DVD now. It's great. You know, it doesn't have to be an event anymore. That's sort of the thing. That's why movie theaters are dying that uh, sort of take it that way. Is because it'll be there. It's like, hey, I didn't see Ant-Man uh, Quantumania. It'll be on... Like, I could pirate it right now, and it'll be on fucking Disney Plus in a week or two, whatever. Yeah, it, it, it's it'll out be there okay. to rent right now. Yeah. It, it, it'll be okay. And and I like that because literally, you know, we used to, um, we used to plan our schedules off of what was going on. Like Wednesday night was Babylon five wars, which is the Babylon five ship combat game that all over exists for those of you at home. That means anything came out like enterprise came out. I had to tape it. That's right. VCR tapes. They're a thing. Oh, I remember when, scheduled vcr recordings like you could schedule your vcr to record this channel oh, yeah. at this time yep. and then you're yep. like fuck yeah the freedom behind that yeah and tivo fucking tivo was the palm diggity yeah but now streaming it's everywhere you, you don't miss anything anymore oh hey i missed that one like i stopped watching series like there are certain series i have not watched the last season of because i missed an episode and you're like i don't know what's going on anymore that's okay. Uh, uh, Big Night asks, do you think streaming is killing DVDs? Sort of off topic, but, but yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. But I think people need to realize that DVDs still have a place because anything you stream can go away from that particular provider. Mm-hmm. And even if you buy it on Amazon, there has been one case that I know of, and I've looked into it, where something someone bought, people bought, is no longer available on Amazon. Even though you bought it, 
it is technically just a forever rental as long as they have rights to it in any way, shape, or form. That's right. This one thing, they lost rights, so you can't watch it anymore, even though you quote unquote bought it. So just keep that in mind. I still have a DVD collection. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can here. Can't loan streaming. I, mean, I kind of can, but. It's to there, yeah. There's technicalities there. <laughs> yeah, but there's problems too. Like, I can loan a DVD to someone I barely know. Yeah. You know, it's not a big deal. Like, someone at work I see all the time. But if you give them something with a password, a little sketchy, right? Yep. And they're getting rid away from sharing passwords nowadays too. So. Manny on Moore is streaming Messing with Box Office. Yes, it is. And it should. Like,. I'm going to say this bluntly. Movie stars are paid way too fucking much money. Everything at the box office is way less convenient than it should be. Now, it's not like terrible. They're doing a lot of work. And I understand stuff's going to be expensive because they have employees to pay and everything. But, yeah, I mean, why, if it's a movie you're not sure about, why are you going to pay all that money when you just wait till it shows up on the streaming service? For 20 bucks. The last five years, I've been to the theater once, and that was for Spider-Man. I've been to the theater more this year. And that was at the insistence of somebody that I go. (laughs) I mean, I still like theater, but it's like a I stop on the way home from work because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Want to see Guardians of the Galaxy? Yep. I'll stop on the way home from work. Maybe this week. You know, Monday or Tuesday, I'll just go, like, I'm going to stop at the theater and watch a movie. Yeah, Benny, and that too. Like, I like my stuff. I like my couch. I like being comfortable. I like pausing and, and going to go pee. That too. Uh, yes. I also like being able to enjoy whatever I want to eat. Yes. And not, not paying just... 20 bucks for some popcorn that is going to get half eaten and then be terrible halfway through it. Pause button. Yes. The pause button. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, I, we're a little far off topic, but we deal with it. And that's sort of the problem is that people is that the those companies don't understand how things have changed necessarily, and they're trying to, you know, tradition's a thing. They're trying to make the tradition again. You know, like at the beginning of the D and D movie, there was a thing where they're like, "Thank you guys for showing up at the theater. You guys are real heroes for coming out and watching our movie in the theater," which is a great sentiment. But you got to understand, like, it's not going to be like that forever. You got to make the theater experience good, and the movie's got to be good for theater experience. I understand if you don't have a big TV and the whole surround sound and so on and so forth, but a lot of people do nowadays, and some people don't care about that either. They're just like, I just want to watch the movie. Well, I mean, also there are certain movies. If you if you like drama movies, dramas don't care about big screen. No. Or outrageous surround sounds, or and 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 there's a way in there. Theaters had their heyday, much like a lot of things, and I think they're going to calm them back down. You just got to find a balance in things, but we have to help with that. It's much like the gaming store. If you really want to see a movie and you want it to be popular, you're going to have to see it in the theater. D and D is a good movie, but it's not going to get a sequel probably because it didn't do well in the theater because people didn't go out and see it. For a variety of reasons, some people don't want to see movies. Some people are upset at Hasbro and for not related to the movie stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, V, you're right. Being able to pause the the the, the movie to go see or being able to knit while you're freaking paint while you're freaking watching movies, great. Some yeah. people do that. 
Like, I understand there's a whole bunch of people unlike me who like to multitask stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, w- when we do the, the terrain painting and dry brushing stuff, um, yeah. we, we, we turn a, a show or a movie on and just dry brush and watch the movie. Yeah. Get it done. I, I and I'm going to blame the podcasting for so many years for this, is I actually pay very much attention to what I'm doing. I'm watching a movie. I'm watching a movie. I'm trying to to get more from it, trying to look deeper. And that's but that's a me thing. I am different. Knitting so in the theater, theater is a very V thing, and I'm here yeah. for it. I took knitting to the movie theaters you know before. <laughs> hey, it's all good. But that's the thing. If you can, yeah, you, know, you balance it yourself. You bring it into the theater. Cool. But I'm sure you only see movies you really want to see at the theater in the theater, obviously. Yeah. But you have to balance that, much like the events. You know, you're like, oh, I can't go to every event. You can't go to every event. But if it's really important to you, if you love whatever game, you got to show up for that game at the store. Especially if it's local. I understand if you yep. can't drive five, six hours or whatever. Or four hours or two hours, but man, you got to support your local store. You've yep. got to. I mean, you I will drive the game before you have to support it. Yeah, I personally will drive up to four hours on a day trip for a tournament or event or whatever. Because if I'm there for four, if I, if I drive four, play for six, and then I drive down for four, I'm fine because I usually have a bunch of people with me. We can either rotate off driving or you know. But it's it's also a good social thing. We can hang out and talk hang about on. stupid so shit. So four hours, I'll fucking be like two states away by then. Yeah, but you live in a small state. I do. I can get it's just about been... anywhere in the state in about two hours. <laughs> We've got about a ten-hour drive ahead of us in a few weeks. Yep. But that's a weekend. That's a weekend trip. I don't that, even that, remember. That, yeah. I do remember the last time I drove ten hours, and that was actually me and that brushhead Dave going to warmer sheet weekends. <laughs> It was a little more than ten hours, but the yeah. thing you, you mean you guys decide what you can do. Uh, part of Michael Voice says I drive almost an hour to get to my store. It's my main hangout away from home. Absolutely, yeah. And and that's another thing in there. And why you got to support stores is because um, it's your third place, work, home, your third place. That's why a lot of people go to the bar. That's their third place. They're not working. They're not at home. They need their place. That's why a lot of gaming stores, if they have communal areas, get a lot of people just showing up and hanging out because it's their third place. They're not at work. They're not at home. They get to be in their third place. Then you have one place, Banyan, and you need to fix it and have a, at least a second place. You don't think it was a bar. Well, there you go. So I actually... That's fair, Michael. But I mean, even if you work there one night a week, it's still not work. Just be honest. We work at a game store. There's work involved, but someone wise once said, if you do something you love for work, you will never truly work a day in your life. Because it's not work. It's fun. Having run a game store, it's true. It's work, but enjoyed most of it. Kind of how I am with, kind of how I am with Warfare Weekend too. Like, yeah, it's work, and but I have a lot of fun doing it, mm-hmm. and that's why I do it because I have fun. 
Yeah, but that's like also like a one-off. It's like a, if you went there every week, you'd get a little real quick. Fair. But she was a whole Warfare weekend every weekend. That'd be crazy. I live yeah, Warfare so... weekend. <laughs> but it's all those things we need to... We need to stabilize the world and ourselves and get back to our balance. No, he's painting. He hasn't done that yet. I'm sorry. And uh, I can't do it right now. He changed the password. That, that, that is the best I can do for you, V. <laughs> what, what, what is it? She wants a command, exclamation point, WFW for Warfare Weekend. For I'll, the link. I'll get it up there. There you go. Maybe you could message uh, more than dice on Facebook, and then Gonzo will have a reminder to do it. They'll sit there flashing at it. But then it flashes. But then it flashes at me, and it annoys me on my phone, John. So I mean, oh. yeah. I, I have a notification turned off. I ain't crazy. If you talk to me on Facebook, that's fair. No will cause there, but. Well, I mean, I, I don't know why, you know, why V would want that on there. Is she planning on coming? Oh, no, she's trying to help us and advert, help, help, help you and advertise it. Anyways, uh, to sum up, events, you should show up if you can. Um, even if it's just for a moment to get yourself out there, show up to the game nights if you can, show up to the tournaments if you can. Even if you're not super into the competitive scene, just show up and be known. You know, sometimes they'll come back. I've noted at our local store and they'll count. Oh, look, there's like 15 people over by those war machine and horse tables. Cool. That means that game has about this much pull. Those are people interested and they take those and they, they look at them going, we need to look a little bit more at events for that or maybe stock for that. You know, because our stores are, they're, they're fucking fire and blind. There's no like, you know, roadmap to how much you order for anything, they fucking have to just wing it. Oh, and it used to be, oh, order 40K because 40K will sell. Not anymore because a lot of people no. are cheating at that shit. I mean, yes, some people will 3D print their stuff and will buy it online for cheaper, but that's what they got to see. They got to they gotta do what they can, and every bit of data you can give them helps them make good decisions. Also, we need to we need to connect with our local our fellow players locally, so you can you know get out there and play with them. Cool. Sure, it might not be your favorite way of playing, understandable, but it is still out there. Gives them a greater community, then also lets them communicate with you when they're like, "Oh, hey, we're running this tournament. We need everyone to show up because it's a big tournament." You're having run a giant tournament, it was supposed to be a giant tournament, and not a ton of people showed out, showed up, and then be in another store that combined on it. We didn't exactly make money at it, and it was a tournament for charity, so that was not good. Oh, that sucks. I mean, it is what it is, but you just got to come out for that shit. So, there you go. We almost at media section time. Oh, four minutes. I'm helping you with your advertising. V, if you really want to help, come and volunteer. Oh, wow. Come hang out and give me hugs while you volunteer. That's easier than volunteering. Well, it's now you're adding extra. <laughs> but hugs, but Mizzy hugs, John. Hey, I mean, you volunteer. I mean, hey, you volunteer, you get a free pass. Banyan, I cannot cover travel costs, but I will definitely uh, give you hugs in return. 
my undying gratitude for helping the convention and keeping it running. I'm here to tell you, I'm pretty sure Urbania is not a huge hug guy. I'll hug him anyway. Fuck him. Won't do that, though, but I will hug him. <laughs> <laughs> I escalated quickly. Love you. <laughs> no but guys i mean really we've got to we we have been cooped up because of covid and we've all been doing stuff online and doing everything and it's getting harder to get people to come out to stores and do stuff and we get it there is nothing nothing wrong with if you don't want to go but if you want to see things and you don't don't ever i don't i don't ever want to hear anybody complain that they can't go to an event because it didn't happen because they didn't sign up if you didn't sign up that is your fault and that is you're the, you're the reason why the events are dying. Don't come and bitch when nobody signs up because you didn't sign up yourself. You yep, have to sign up day, yourself. We, we had people come in and like own a prepay and they did not show up and they wouldn't ask for a refund. They're like, oh no, it is what it is. But they were showing their proper support. You don't need to go that far, but you know, show up, sign up first. That's what I have those pre-sign up. See what we're playing. Otherwise, you get the tournaments where people come in and there's like, we got 40 people. Well, you got 15 spots or 16 spots because only 15 people signed up. No, and so- something else to consider when you're showing up is to also make sure that you're welcoming people and making sure that they they feel safe. Yes. Because that's a big thing, too. Like, uh, you, you got to be careful. Law. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a creep. Cool. Uh, for Markle, Art of Michael, yes, if you would, uh, like to talk about vendoring at Warfare Weekend, uh, send an email out, and if, uh, Mizzy, you can get that email, the info one to him, I would appreciate it, uh, and you can, um, talk to me about it, we can see what's going on. See, you can tell Gonzo's a manager, because he's delegating that shit immediately. <laughs> Well, it saves me from typing and everything. But yes, uh, Artemike, we do have... No, we only have, me do it. It's fine. I think I typed that right. Yeah. We do have one right. 3D. <laughs> we have, do have one 2D vendor right now. Um, but we will have... I, I, Hey, come in. I will pimp your stuff as much as I possibly can. We like art. We like shiny things. We, we like all the pretty things. Yeah. So yeah. If you want it something, just send, it, send me an email with that and uh, I'll get you hooked up type thing it's getting hot getting hot in her don't take off all your clothes i'm out do not break toss (laughs) (laughs) not gonna break the toss good call no i've got like you know my computer running all the lights running then i got two 3d printers running so it's hot in my room right now that's why i have one light well not this light on because i don't need extra hot What's the driving distance to Warfare Weekend, Banyan? About 12 hours. So let's see. Um, where are you at? Just Maryland? Baltimore, basically. Let's see. But that is pretty, Michael. That that is, that that Those are still pretty things. 12 um, hours I've and 29 got... minutes. I've got all the spooky things. You can't see I them. I like but... how you doubted me like I hadn't done it before. No, I'm just saying it. I was doing it for you. And it's like mm-hmm. one road. It's one road the whole way. Very much? Yeah. 
It's not horrible. It's just, it's a thing. It's a lot, but it's not terrible. Yeah, like I seventy well, West. Night. I mean, I mean, I guess fair enough. In the UK, you can probably get from one end to the other in about twelve hours or so. Maybe not fully, but. But yeah, yeah I mean it's it's not bad. Arna Michael, we don't have a problem. Uh, send me just send me email and stuff, and I'll get you hooked up if you're if you're interested in doing a vendor spot. We do uh, special vendor spots for two D artists. Uh, so just send me something. Uh, also, include some links of um, whatever you uh, some of your artwork. That way, I can look at it and stuff. Can't imagine a road too long. Big night. There is a road that literally goes from sea to shining sea over here. Oh. Starts in Ocean City, Maryland, and goes clear across the country all the way to California. How long it would take? I don't know. Long time. Um, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I love road measure? trips. Are you about, are you about the dinosaur? Yes. Yeah, I did watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all sorts of weirder stuff on my recommends now. Thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I have caused the chaos. My job is done. <laughs> oh, I sent you the one. Yes. I keep getting more the... stuff from that band. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I don't know this is a great song, but it's absolutely an interesting song. It's a very entertaining so, song. It's a great song for V because we had a conversation come up on her stream a couple weeks ago about how she wanted Gren to make a laser shooting dinosaur emote for her channel. But... Gren does, Gren does not want to draw that. So it's, 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 it's one of those things where it's fantastic because it satisfies that mighty need for that emote. But so. Fair enough. It, it's a thing. The video is very interesting. The song is not as good as the video. It's very basic. It's fun. But it's shenanigans. There's media, and uh, you know what? We can let you guys look at that. There is a song about laser firing dinosaurs. dinosaurs. If you give me a moment, I can give you a link. Was it Angus Mix Six or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah. Angus Mix Six. Uh, I I have the link. Hold on, I can very easily get the link. And like a lot of the guys, they do very much. He does very themed videos along the same theme. Uh, of him, you know, being some sort of knight with his super sword. I've not watched any more of his songs because, I mean, let's be honest, I thought the first song was very mediocre as far as song, though the video was like, what is going on? <laughs> I can't look away. Okay. All right, guys, so uh, media section. John, how many you got to this week? Two? Technically, too. Let's want to talk more about the uh, music video for uh, laser <laughs> shooting dinosaur. Well, we'll let people watch it while we're talking about it. Uh, I have four. One uh, is combined with you, possibly, and one combined with Mizzy. Yes, one is definitely combined with me. Yeah. Um, um, do I say anything else besides that? I don't think so. It was a very weird week for that. So I'll also the on the media section stuff, but don't, don't forget, guys, I will be doing some streaming on Thursdays. Going to start this Thursday, 7 to 10 Central. Um, we'll be working on Judgment slash Creature Caster models. 
uh, with their paint line. I just got to get it all up and done. So get ready. Um, get so ready. let me talk about one that y'all haven't, and I'm kind of frustrated, uh, and it is a video game media time. Uh, so I did purchase Jedi Survivor um, and been playing it, and I actually turned all the settings down to story mode. I'm like, the combat's not that fun. Uh, the abilities are not that great. Um, being a Jedi's not that cool. You know, I, I like, you know, be able to throw things, pick up things, you know, flip around, do fun stuff. It's turned into a jumping puzzle game and it really is working the crap out of me. Um, and the combat just not rewarding. So I took everything and turned it straight down to story mode and I'm kind of hard time going back to it. Cause I'm really not even care about the story that much either. And I hate it because there was also a Darth Vader scene on there and it was all exciting and it was cool. And then I'm like, I gotta, I, I have to finish it. My brain cause I paid for it and I'm going to, my brain won't let me not get around oh, playing the game. The sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. But that's my brain. I need to know it and need to do it. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to finish it. going to go through it as quickly as possible. Um, because of course the new Zelda game comes out and I will be paying for that one and playing that one. Rip the so, bandaid off, get it over with. All I'm yeah. going to say about Jedi Survivor is based on what people have told me, Gonzo, this is a you problem, not a game problem. Yeah. I mean, everyone else I've talked to loves it. Just thinks it's great fun and having a blast. So. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm just not impressed. I'm in, I, the first hey, one was really good. It's art. Here's the thing. Yeah. It's art. It is completely subjective. Yeah. And let me tell you, you may want feel like you need to to win it. You don't need to win it. No, I want to get the story. If you're not enjoying out. it, just stop and go to something else. No, I do want to see what? the story ends. Someone will do a story run on YouTube. You can watch that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it for the story, but I haven't been pressed with the gameplay. I mean, it's crashed on me quite a few times too, which I was. I was like, really? I was like, guys? You PCing or uh, console it? Console it. That's surprising because yeah. people with the console aren't having any problems. So Yeah, I've had it crash Again, like five times. I tell people it's a lot. I think it's a you problem, but it'll be okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I paid for it. I don't mind it. You know, hopefully we'll make another like one. You're like, I need a refund. No, no. Like, no, I don't need a refund. This is something you just got to deal with. So I'll let you know my final thing once I'm done, but I'm still playing it. Um, John, you want to go with what uh, you and I watched? Um, sure. Yeah. So I, I I'm going to tell you this. I did not know about this series. I had saw some previews for it, and I was like, "Oh, I think I mildly heard about this." And then yeah, I knew about it, but didn't have any space in my brain. Not like, "Oh my god, yeah, gotta watch that." So I, I I put it on, and we're talking about it's on Amazon Prime Citadel. I know nothing about the Citadel universe. I don't know. I'm sure this is based onto something. No, this is the first thing for it. Oh, okay. It's so not based, on this, not based on anything? Okay, good. Um, yes. So I, I'm, I'm watching this. And so everybody that knows, Citadel is a story about super spies that all band together to take on all the bad guys, but they get betrayed and they lose their memory. And this is the story of them coming back. Pretty much. This is the base premises of the story. More or less. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a Jason Bourne type thing, but not well, really. It, no, actually, really, it's Kingsman without the fun. There, there you go. Yeah, I, I can say it's Kingsman. And I don't mean that as a dig. It's not meant to be fun. Kingsman's meant to be fun and right. shocking like that. This is meant to be 
closer to serious. Yeah, this one is a little bit serious. Um, yeah. I, I like that Stanley Tucci's in it because I always love him. I always think yes. he's a great actor and always fun to watch. He's yep. always entertaining. He's, he's great in every scene he's in. Um, the I don't have her name on top of my head because I've been drinking, but the uh, <laughs> Indian actress is fucking great. Oh, yeah. I'm not having um, any issue with it, by the way. R- Richard Madden is fine. I just feel like he's miscast. He's the wrong... Like, he's acting fine. But his look, he's too pretty to pull off what he's trying to pull <laughs> off. You know what I mean? Also feels sort of like he's being pushed on us because Eternals in this. Like, he's not bad. He's doing fine. No, yeah, yeah. Like, like even... I would say the main cast is doing well. The secondary cast is doing fine. Um, the other things I want to bring up is people are going like, oh, I thought the Russos were good and this is bad. First off, they're executive producers and they're not fucking directing it. And they're throwing the Russo name out there trying to get you because of, you know, Avengers, Civil War and Endgame and Infinity War and all that. They're only executive producers. They're not actually have any fucking pull in this. Another thing is, yes, apparently it costs $300 million for season one. Holy is crap. it worth $300 million, i.e. $50 million an episode? No. No, very much not. Oh, I didn't know it was that Amazon much. Amazon got crazy. fucking served, and I don't know where that money is. Because, like, again, we have no complaints about the series, it looks like. Like, CGI is fine. Action is fine. Action was Everything's great. Everything's fine. Just, but it's not fifty million dollars an episode. Fine. No, I'm really surprised they paid that much for it. I mean, I'm enjoying I hope it. We're gonna do mansion out of this shit because that's where that money went. <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying it. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. It's good action, decent story. We're just learning I mean, the story, so I mean, it's, it's there. It's at building. Points, it's a little like. They did have a twist I didn't see coming in this last in episode three. There was only three episodes yet. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's a twist that I did not see coming at all. But when they mention it, it comes in like, okay, no, they laid the seeds for it in this episode. And I think, if anything, what we're going to see in this series is that it's going to feel like it should have been more episodes. I mean, we're halfway through season one now, Gonzo, and I feel like... Oh, there's it only six be... episodes? Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, weird. I mean, I'll say this. I, I have no clue what it's about. No, didn't know anything. I was like, just on a whim, I'd watch it. And I enjoyed it. I'm having fun. It's got yeah. good good action scenes. Characters are fine. Uh, I'm I a fan of Stanley Tucci. I giving it shit reviews. And I'm like, well, being John, if something's that shitty, I gotta see. Yeah. It, it's not. It's really not. It's fine. Yeah. I have no problem watching it. No, no problem here. I'm waiting for the next episode. I'm like, I want to see what's going on. I like it. I'm not like waiting with bated breath for the next episode, but the next episode comes on, I'm like, yeah, watch that. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's as good as quality as something like Reacher or Jack Ryan. But it, it's it's just a level below those two. I mean, better than the adventure of Ock Machina. <laughs> <laughs> but it there's definitely you can see there's and I'm sure Gon's will agree. There's some shots in this movie that are a little more artsy farty than they ever have a fucking right to be. Like that whole upside down twisting around thing. Like, why? I, I, yeah, I, I said I, immediately that happened. It was like, 
Somebody's got some art degree they're trying to push her in here. <laughs> and honestly, certain things, they do a good job of leading you to when things are happening. Though, when you're back to the present day, you don't need to say X location X years later for you to figure out, uh, is that, oh, that's the present day. Just say fucking present day. Yeah, that's fine. It didn't bother me either way, but yes, it, I get what you're saying. It was noted. It didn't bother me. Yeah. Nothing didn't really bother me. It's fine. I mean, one and a half-ish, two so far? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean... It's it's it, purely watchable. Better than 90% of the shit out there. I mean, the other thing TV show I watched was better, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So let me get to one before we get to Mizzy as an ours one. To break it up, I started watching Silo, which is on Apple TV. Silo is a, <laughs> is a story... <laughs> is a story about people that are trapped inside of a silo and they can't go outside and there's like this dystopian type attitude and everything and it's a big mystery and if you say you want to go is outside... Is it like, like a missile silo that they're living in or is it like a grain silo? No, it's like it's just called the silo but it's a huge, huge complex. Huge, huge complex. Um, hmm. But it, it's got the mystery of... Why are they out there? Why do you not question, you know, you know, why you can't go out there? There's this whole story behind it and it does some flashbacks and other stuff, but it's been pretty decent. I've enjoyed it. I think the first three episodes are out right now. Um, it's got me intrigued. I want to know what I want to know what happened and what's going on type thing, Fair. which will keep me watching it. Um, fairly new actors and actresses. Uh, not a lot of, you know, high paid, well-known people type thing, but I'm intrigued. I'm going to keep watching it. Uh, I'll look forward to it. Can't wait. So, if you like that, check it out. Check, watch the trailer. If you think it's fun, start it. Um, and then, Mizzy and I had something we watched. Um, so, I rented and got the D&D movie out and decided to watch it. Uh, didn't watch it in theater, of course. So, watch it here. Of course. Um, You're part of the problem. Part of the problem. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am part of the problem, and I'm okay no, with it. No, 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 Mindy, you're fine. It's gone. I'm part of the problem. Um, and so I'm watching it, and you know, it was less cheesy than I thought it was going to be, which I'm okay with. I thought it was going to be a lot cheesier by what the trailers said and the trailers were doing. That it was going to be more of a comedy romp than anything else, and it wasn't. Was that a bad more, thing? No. Um, Marvel yeah. style, where the comedy was folded into what was going on, which is my preferred style, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, but while I'm watching it, I'm all, I, my brain was like, here's where somebody's going to bitch about this. Here's where somebody's going to bitch about that. And I'm like, God, this is just the rule of cool shit going on. Yep. Th and that's how this I, that is put literally it. like... Oh hey, I got Gonzo and Mizzy and some others in a D and D game, and they're doing all the stupid shit they do in a D and D game. Yes, that's what that is. Yeah. Very much so. That mm -hmm. is one hundred percent what this was. Because like, oh, that was pretty fucking cool how they thought about that. Okay, I can see my players doing stupid shit. The, the, to that. the speak to dead. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. One hundred percent would happen. Yeah, all of that stuff, everything in there. I mean, is this true to D and D? Fuck no. Do we? Do you really want to get into the minutia of that? What does it give you the idea of what playing D and D is like? Yes. Fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> Pleasure says you need to talk down to a local rules lawyer. Yeah, well, rules yeah. lawyers are like that, and yeah. respectfully, fuck them. Yeah, and and then this is where I can see that people that were rules lawyers would have a problem with this movie. Opinion: I will walk downstairs and I will stab you to death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, and we brought this up whenever the trailer came out. Yes, druids cannot shapeshift into an owlbear. But you know what? Who Actually, fucking cares? Fucking cool. Hold on. Technically speaking, in D&D 1, which is coming out, they will be able to because they just shapeshift into a stat block and who cares what it fucking looks like. Correct. You know, I'm like... The, the, you got to stop with this. It's not 100%... To, I didn't see them fucking there was roll initiative. a time and a place for being pedantic. Yeah. And the good trolls know when to be pedantic and when not to. Yeah. It's like the wise man said, you have no one to hold them and no one to fold them. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with what I saw. Because I was like, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, she wild shaped like, you know, seven times in, you know, one scene. And I'm like, there's some so, rules liar out there is going like, well, she has to be extra amount of level and you can't do that. And I'm like, so Ginny D, who's a YouTuber about, does a lot of uh, role-playing and D&D stuff, just had a video, a short video, like going like how, sure, that's not by the rules, but it's okay because it was cool and it showed, it was way more interesting than just one wild shape into, you know, a fly and get out. Yeah. Fat Dragon was fantastic. I just wanted more Fat Dragon. That was very amusing. That was <laughs> not what you expected at all and very, very amusing. I it's did. also a movie you guys are going to watch it once and be like, that was amusing. And then you can, I think it's going to need a second watch to really enjoy it. And I'm waiting. I think it's a Paramount one. So it'll be a Paramount Plus. Put your guns. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a ton of fun. I, it did give a shout back to my 80s uh, D&D. So I was very happy with that. Um, I was really surprised that was in there. But it made my you know old 80s D&D heart sing. Um, so I enjoyed that. Um, so. <laughs> or that later, baiting them. But, <clears throat> I thought it was fun. Sure, it's not going to win any awards. Will it get a sequel? Eh, probably not, because it probably didn't make enough money. But if it does, cool. I like the characters. I thought it was interesting. I would like to see them more, because I could explore more and let them do stuff. So, I... I give it, like, one space herpy. Was it perfect? No. But was it just good fun to watch people do cool shit and do cool things? Yes. Is it is it cool so, to watch a female barbarian beat the shit out of a bunch of people? Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this came up on Twitter this week and my little mini rant is we need to stop saying something was bad or good. If you liked it, it was fucking good because the whole perspective is based off you. Who cares if someone out there with a film degree or some such bullshit thinks it was bad? They can fuck themselves because it's subjective, 100% subjective. Yeah. If we liked it, it was good because we're speaking from our point of view. Mm -hmm. You know, not every movie is the most well-crafted or anything, and who fucking cares? If we enjoy it, it has done its job as entertainment, and it's good. Just like Guilty Pleasures. Get the Guilty Pleasures out of here. Are you actually guilty about them? I'm fucking not. There is no movie I like that I call Guilty Pleasure. And I include shit like fucking SWAT and fucking Stealth. Just enjoy them. 
Who fucking cares? No, SWAT got canceled, by the way. I was talking about the movie, not the TV series. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in the time of cancellations right now, guys, so there's going to be a lot of shows get canceled or not, or not renewed, so be prepared. Well, speaking of a show that has not yet been canceled and probably was renewed, I don't really wait, know. Wait, I hold on. Watched... Wait, wait, wait one second. Mizzy, what did you give the D&D movie, by the way? Oh, I was say a one as well. Okay. This is fun. Yeah. Okay. Wanted to make sure she had her piece. All right, go ahead, John. So, baby, I'm bitched to me that Paramount Plus is not working on our Amazon Fire box. Oh. Like, he's like, I try to watch stuff and it just starts and then doesn't go. So I'm like, well, fuck. Let, let me see if it's a big problem. So I let me test it on my computer real quick. So I load it up and I'm like, let me click on. And I click on. Oh, here we go. And say yes. And then suddenly I watch the entire pilot episode again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Might be a I, fire stick issue, depending on your generation. I I went. I had to recently it's replace mine. And it's, um, oh, firebox. Seven-ish years old, oh, maybe yeah. eight. It, 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 it might be time to upgrade. Funny I went, note: I think it's slightly older than my battery. My battery's seven years old. In my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe time. Still going, apparently. Hmm. Funny. So I went from a Gen 1 Fire Stick to the latest edition, and it makes a world of a difference. Uh, I'm going to wait for uh, the sale to come that they always do Black Friday. And I'll get a new Firebox then, and you know, stop itching, hopefully. That's fair. Anyway, That's also my on. only source of TV, because I don't have cable. Uh, uh, we do, but we don't want to have it on the TV downstairs. He might have to watch downstairs, downstairs, in the basement, in the Banyan cave. It's like the Batcave, just no giant penny. It's not as cool. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I watched the entire first pilot episode of NCIS again. It was super fun. A little different. Like, there's certain character traits that get moved around. You can tell this is, is a pilot, not the Night and Ash episode of the series. Um, but still super enjoyable. I love seeing those guys again. Uh, I don't know how you would watch NCIS without Gibbs and uh, Ducky and Denozo and all. Like, I... Couldn't imagine. At this point, shouldn't you just end the series and start a new one? But, hey, I give uh, that episode uh, one space for because it's super fun and enjoyable. I mean, you do that. Like, I've been watching a lot of first episodes of stuff just, you know, for nostalgia and all. Like, does it hold up? Yeah, holds up pretty well. Gonzo, you have seven more things to go, don't you? 75. Um, the Mizzy, do you have anything besides... Um, I started watching Warrior. I think I'm on like episode five or six. Oh shit! You're caught up to me. I'm gonna need to get get going again. Huh? What yeah. do you think? Hey, motivation for the both of us. He's <laughs> way told. Did you see the? I'm gonna call it the Western episode. Uh. That's a, the saloon would, one. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been episode five if it was that early. It might be episode six or seven. I don't think so. I think that might be okay. the one that I'm on. So yeah, so you're just like a one or two behind me, so I better get to it. It's not that hard for me to watch Banyan. Like, uh, it's, it's hard it, to watch. It, it's a lot, but for me, it's not that bad. Uh, I enjoyed it, actually. I mean, obviously the, the blatant racism is a little tough to take at points. Yeah. But I mean, that's the but, point of all of the show, is to show this and make sure, open your eyes that that shit happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really happened, but I really dig the main character. I oh, hope he gets it. more roles. He fucking, he's, he's got 
great charisma. That was one of the things to, to, to sidestep. One of the things I didn't like about Snake Eyes is I feel like they had the wrong person as Snake Eyes because this guy was in the Storm Shadow and he would have been much better as Snake Eyes. He had so much more charisma to be the lead. He's, I mean, I want to see him in more movies. He was in Bullet Train. Yep. Uh, I enjoy seeing him. He needs to get more parts. And I enjoy Warrior. It's, uh, it's, I don't want to say it's fun, but it's definitely interesting and enjoyable. Yeah. It's, it's a different kind of fun if you like a lot of violence. Yes. And it's really like good. Old school kung fu movie. Yeah. Yes. It's, the, the fight scenes are great. Yeah. yeah. Of everything, like it is top notch stunt coordination. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I really really like that, and since the new season is coming out, I'm like, oh shit, we need to go ahead and get. Well, Missy and I are like a season and a half behind. Get started, slackers. Sorry, not a. Some of us actually require sleep to function, so. Some of us actually have to work at work. Rich. Yeah, Gonzo. Some of us actually have to produce things. I produce stuff, and I make sure things are done. Don't even date. I do it. I'm just very effective at it. So much. I just can't watch stuff while I do it. Um, so the last thing I have is uh, I was working on organizing the paints that I got. Uh, thank you, Creature Caster. And so I just put on some noise and I put on Mascots, which is on Netflix. I've got a Netflix queue a mile long, but this is like an hour and a half. So I was like, okay. Mascots is a mockumentary based on Mascots. And the World Championship Mascot Tournament. Uh, if you ever saw Best in Show, uh, it is a comedy. So, no, John, you hadn't seen it. Um, it, 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 it makes <laughs> it's fun. It's a show on Netflix. Likely I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only about an hour and a half. And it's, it, it makes and it, it's a mockumentary of mascots in sporting things. And so it's, you know interviews and people saying the most inappropriate stuff and say people, you know, doing stupid things. Is it okay? Uh, it's all right. Was it funny? No, not really. But does it have some good funny actors in it? Yeah, and it has some good lines. It gets my meh 2.5 rating type thing because it's just there. Um, it was done in 2016, so it's not horribly old. Somebody should just listen to music instead. Yeah, yeah. If 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 you rather if you like music better, just go and do that. I do. So go listen to Actually, laser shooting dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other one I sent you, the 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 pirate one was way better than that. The, the pirate sober one is hilarious. Yes, which is ironic because I am, I too am a sober pirate. <laughs> I so. am not a pirate and also not sober. <laughs> but I mean, it it, it was just okay. And you could have left, left without it, so no big deal. Uh, Captain Mizzy, you got anything, John? You got anything before we get out of here? Because it's almost time. I mean, still want to finish Warrior Season 1, then watch Season 2, and I don't know when I'm going to fit Ted Lasso in there, but I need to. Oh, Ted yes. Lasso is so good. I, I am caught up on Ted Lasso. It is fantastic. Um, like I, I've mentioned in the chat before, I watched two and a half seasons in four days. I also just need to so do a rewatch of season one of Rebels and go through the rest of Rebels and ready get ready for Ahsoka. Uh, somebody put out there like, "Here's your essential episodes that will help you." For no, that. no, fuck that. 
Fuck that. If the whole series won't stand together, fuck it. I don't need to watch it because I know Dave Filoni and them are not going to make it so you have to watch it. They're going to make it accessible because a lot of people don't watch. I ain't got time for cartoons. A lot of people like that. You like to watch the full live action stuff. So, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, I remember before. I, I watched season one of Rebels. I thought it was great, but it's never got season two because life and my inability to dedicate time to that takes up my YouTube time, which I probably should spend watching other stuff. I did watch one other thing, and it was because Stanley Tucci was in Citadel, and I was going, I was on Netflix, and Easy A showed up immediately like they knew that I was watching Stanley Tucci and something else. And Easy A is a movie... It's a modern day version of the Scarlet Letter, pretty much, uh, type thing, and I enjoyed it because Stanley Tucci's fucking hilarious in it. Stanley Tucci's great in everything. He is one of the great parts of the fourth, the fourth Transformers movie, even. Yeah, and Emma Stone was amazing in this. The episode was done. It was a very much just like a John Hughes, you know you know, high school drama sitcom thing. So, yeah, so much worth it. I, I, I recommend it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I like the, the, the writing in it was done very, very well. So I enjoyed that a lot. It was a really good one. Never seen it. No shock to anyone. No. <laughs> it doesn't strike me as a John movie. That's okay. It's not science fiction. It's not quirky cult classic. It's not explosions or violence. Yeah, not really in the John Uber of movies, let's say. <laughs> and it's not Casablanca, because they'd be like Casablanca also. Well, guys, we appreciate you coming on. Um, like I says, uh, John may be doing... John's going to get back on his hobby streaking. Um, hopefully in the soon. next week or two, give me a chance to list. Hope work fucking calms the fuck down. Yeah. Um, I will be streaming on Thursday night, so you can come and hang out with me. Um, I'm going to be painting up some models. I'll talk Judgment, and I'll talk Conquest. Um, cause that's all going to be, that's their thing that we're going to talk about. Um, Captain Maisie's going to be joining us for a few episodes and everything to help get things going along. Um, we're probably going to have a few special guests coming up soon cause there's a few Kickstarters going around. Uh, we, also, we do have a, we do have a conquest review or not conquest review. I, uh, judgment review coming up. Yep. We'll have a judgment review. Yep. Um, then like I says, uh, some of the Kickstarters are going on before. Let's give a good shout out. The heavy gear Kickstarter is going, it's for the RPG. So if you like RPGs and you like squad robot stompy things, good go for I, it. I like the idea of it. It's, um, if you like PDFs is definitely your price point. If you oh, get yeah. physical copy, it's a little pricey physical copy. Yeah. Well, I mean, physical, little, co- but, physical stuff's getting expensive, like crazy. Yeah. Now. But that's, that's our way. Yeah. But. It's definitely interesting. Um, what else is going on? Uh, Warzone, Warzone Eternal. Yeah, Warzone's going on. Um, Warzone. I think they're at like 120k, which has opened up a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> That's a good amount. Like, let's not say it's not a good amount, but man, after the battle kickstart, I'm like, 120k, shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. But 100. It doesn't go to touch Battletech for a while. Like crazy. Yeah. Nobody go touch that. Yeah. I love the, the the RPG ones. Um, like I was a little disappointed the physical copy was expensive. It's not like stupid expensive. It's just like premium price. Yeah. Like okay, you're getting a good good quality product for that price. Yeah, I think Nick told me it was going to be over 300 pages or so. So it's a, yeah. it's a good size book too. I, again, it was just the sticker shock you get. Like, I mean, come on, I just bought all three of the core books for this. 
And so I understand what World Books cost, but it was just like it was like, oh, okay, it's it's full on full price. Yeah. Um, let's see, Warzone Eternal, uh, which is going on right now, and they've got an easy interest point, like fifty bucks, and you can get your first starting army and like PDF of the rules and stuff. So I mean that that's pretty easy. Uh, yeah. And then I know Gloomhaven Kickstarter is going to be kicking off for their RPG. Um, and then I know that that's going to be happening. I've got to talk with, uh, with some people about that. See if we can get them on air so they can talk about their Kickstarter. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a game I think needs to be sold. Should get out there because it's like, what's that about? And everyone's played Gloomhaven. It's, I mean, it's for all, all, uh, accounts. It's a good game, but it's a big and expensive game. It, yes. it, it's got that super sticker shock. Like, Oh, Oh my. All right, guys, uh, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you watching. We will be sending you off to the Pyro Club because they'll be playing some D&D, and you can hang out with them. Um, I'm John. Please take care of yourself. Please take care of others. If you see something, say something. If you can do something, do something. Take care of yourself. We'll see you next week or on Thursday if you want to come and hang out with me. From Mother Dice, I'm gone. I'm Gonzo. <laughs> I'm still John. <laughs> I'm this. Gone. Oh, before you slip, heard one. I'm gone. Fuck this. So. Out. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and I'm the one who's drunk. We're bad. He's sober. I'm sober and I can't even talk. Man. I at least have an excuse. Cheers. Cheers.